Wrap-up recorded live at Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Maxwell, and with me is uh, my <laughs> permanent guest and... Uh, Super Red. <laughs> <laughs> and part-time rock star, <laughs> Chris Brady, everyone. That joke's going to make no it's going to make no sense since you're not going to catch the beginning until he puts it online somewhere <laughs> and then you'll get it. Oh my god. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the show where we talk about comics. Uh what so uh, what uh, what's going on this week? What's new? Uh, a couple good things. So you got uh Cyanide and Happiness trade paperback from Boom Studios. Fence number 5. Uh the trade paperback of the first four issues of Fence. Um Jim Henson's Power of the Dark Crystal hardcover. Uh, Kong on Planet of the Apes. Yeah. You know, he's going to become king. <laughs> uh, you got the second part of the, or the four, third part, I think, of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 26, which would be the shattered, uh, shattered storyline that they have going on. Uh, let's see. Steven Universe, WWE. Going on to Dark Horse Comics, you have Black Hammer, Age of Doom number one, which is part of that Black Hammer universe. If y'all love that stuff, it's really good. Um, let's see, you got Fight Club 2 trade paperback, um, Giants number 5, Matahare number 3, uh, Yusagi Yojimbo number 2, The Hidden, Vinegar Teeth number 4. It just doesn't sound good. <laughs> it sounds very sour. Yeah, it sounds unsavory yeah, for yeah. sure. And then you got the big book this week, Action Comics number 1000, uh, is the first comic book to hit 1000, realistic 1,000. We have a big thing going on tomorrow to celebrate it. Uh, we have artists here doing free sketches. We have a green screen where you can be put onto a cover of Action Comics number one. We're going to print out the pictures, come back and pick them up the next week. Um, it's yeah. all set up, guys. I already got to model. He did, actually. I'm going to send it to you so you can put it up <laughs> on your page. Let's see. Um, yeah, all kinds of good stuff going on. Let's see. You have uh, Aquaman number 35. Make it bigger so I can read. My old man glasses aren't strong enough. <laughs> uh, Batman 45. Yay, Batman. Uh, let's see. Creature, Batman Creature of the Night, number three. Batman Sins of the Father, number three. Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number six. Uh, Batwoman, number 14. Bombshells United, 16. Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman, number three. Cave Carson has an interstellar eye, number two. Damage, number four. Dead Man number six, the last of that series. Deathbed number three. Uh, Future Quest presents Wait, number de nine. Deathbed like the crappy Deathbed. B rate horror movie? Deathbed? No, 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 no. Okay. No. No. I was going to be like, no. why? They make that's a comic a, book out of that's, anything. That's not a Warner Brothers okay. uh, property. Sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Future Quest presents number nine, which is Herculoids. I love the Herculoids. That was one of my favorite kind of Barbera cartoons. I'm old. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Green Lantern, uh, Green Lantern's 45, Harley Quinn, 42. Um, Injustice 2, number 24, Justice League, 43. Uh, Mr. Miracle, number 8, Nightwing, 43. Super Sons, 15, Superman, 45, Teen Titans Go. 
We also have uh, the Action Comics 1000 poster, which is this giant, beautiful poster of every cover they had. Yeah, it's kind of beautiful. So, uh, let's see. From Dynamite Entertainment, you have uh, James Bond, The Body, and the long-anticipated and very late but wanted book, John Wick Number 2. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Red Sonia number... Nope, that's not... That's actually a bunch of reprints. Uh, Xena number three. I can't do that little thing that Xena does. I used to love that show. Uh, let's see. IDW, you have 30 Days of Night, number five. Uh, Antar, number one. Assassinitas, number four. Black Crown Quarterly. That's actually pretty good. It's a, it's a anthology book that they're doing once every four, every three months. And it's a, it's kind of like the Vertigo used to do way back in the day. So you, you probably get some good, Good stories in there that are going to end up being good creators later on. So, uh, the Crow, Memento Mori, uh, Diablo House number four, Ghostbusters Crossing Over number two, GI Joe versus Six Million Dollar Man number what was that? Uh, three. Uh, you have Highest House number three. You have My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, number 65. <laughs> Optimus Prime, number 17 and 18, both came out today. Punk's Not Dead, number 3. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, number 3. Spider King, number 3. Star Trek Boldly Go, number 18. Star Trek Discovery Succession, number 1. Uh, Star Wars Adventures, number 9. Star Wars Adventures Annual, 2018. TMNT Universe, 21. Transformers Lost Light, Uncle Scrooge 34, and that's it for them. Let's see, now we get over to our favorite people in the world. Oh, actually, second favorite, Image. <laughs> um, we have Black Monday Murders trade paperback, Curse Words number 13, Death of Love number 3, Descender 29. Um, let's see, Evolution number 6, The Further Adventures of Nick Wilson number 4. So if you missed the first adventures... These, These are the further, further adventures. adventures. Infidel, number two. Oh, I'm used to that one. Kick-Ass, three. Uh, Lazarus, 27. Another long-awaited return. And Mage Hero Denied, number eight. Moonshine, nine. Rumble, five. Skyward, one. Warframe, four. Now we got Marvel. Uh, big book, Amazing Spider-Man 799. You got a couple of reprints of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, you have Avengers 689, Black Panther 172, uh, Daredevil 601, um, Incredible Hulk 715, Infinity Countdown number two, and Iron Fist one. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Iron Fist 80, Miss Marvel 29, Marvel Superhero Adventures, Spider-Man Vibranium number one. Yeah, it's a little kid's book. It's actually kind of cute. They're little chibi <laughs> kids. So every kid can... Yeah. Uh, let's see. Star Wars Poe Dameron 26. Um, you have Tales of Suspense 104. And you have Venomized number 3. Weapon H number 2. Weapon X16. X-Men Gold 26. And then a bunch of random stuff. So All right. some good stuff, though, coming out. So. And uh, also, I mean, depending on when you hear this, it's either happening... The day this is released, or it's already happened, um, but the event that you mentioned. Yes, it's Action Comics 1000. Like I said, we have uh, artists here doing free sketches. We have the uh, green screen. 
Uh, so you can get yourself on Action Comics 1000. We'll be printing those out. You just come back by and pick them up uh, the next week. Um, what else? Uh, we have the book for sale. Yeah, so everything Superman will be on sale. And all the screenings coming up. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> just gave me a headache. Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that to me? Well, next all right, week, so next here's week, the, right? Yeah, next, here's, yeah. The, uh, here's the rundown. So we have Avengers Infinity War next week on the 26th. We have nothing the week after that. We have nothing. Oh, no, the week after that is Free, free Comic free Book comic Day. Book day and then. Yeah, so and nothing except for Free Comic Book Day, which we have uh, Garth Ennis as our special guest. Uh, we have a bunch of other creators that so will be getting all that information up and emailed out to everybody. Um, then we have a week off. Yay. No, no we don't. No, you don't. Deadpool's no. the week yeah, right after. I have uh, May 9th, actually. I have Scott Koblish coming in for signing for uh, Despicable Deadpool 300, which is coming out. He's the uh, he's a cover artist on there. Then I have Deadpool the movie. Then we have Han Solo the movie. I think then I get a break. Yeah, until think we'll July, get, right? No, I think we might actually do Incredibles too. So, <laughs> so you so you won't have a break. Yeah, then. not so much. So, but yeah, so yay me fun woo. But yeah, so there's something really cool about the Avengers Infinity that we're giving away uh, an Infinity Stone to everybody coming. Wow. Yeah, and if they really want the rest of them, they can come and buy them. So we do have. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for that. It's a little bit of money to be made. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a retailer. All I think about is I, I, I told this to what did I told this to a customer once, and they're just like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm like, "Look, everything I look at as soon as I walk through that door, people, product, fixtures, everything is either a green dollar sign or a red dollar sign. So I prefer the green ones over the red. So it's Horrible to say that, but it's the reality. Yeah, but still, I mean, they're they're getting, like they're still friends, they're getting, but they're but, green dollar signs, right? But even though it's it's uh, like you're to entice you're, someone, right? You're a green dollar sign. Well, I, yeah, I hope so. That's why I made you walk around the store for about twenty five minutes before we did. It worked. Yes. It worked. I'm gonna be leaving here with at least three items. So I see you read a Superman book. I did. So I have, uh, a, I have a book that I know that by heart that I'm gonna that you talk can talk about. about? Okay, that's perfect. So we've been doing this uh, thing where we've been reading a comic. And talking about it, I went old school this time. Uh, I went with a, with from September 1990, Superman number 47. So which go back is three months. Obviously, so it was actually uh, uh, June of 19, because that's always three months prior. I see. But it's a. Uh, I know you just said uh, in your list of comics that were coming out is Superman 45, which means that number's been reset. Right. Clearly, it did with the <laughs> uh, with the rebirth and with the new 52. So, uh, but this was part of a three-part series called Soul Search. Uh, this Aww. is chapter two, and basically, I remember that one. I there's think. a demon named Blaze, or uh, I don't know if it's a demon, but yeah, she, she demon. seems pretty in charge down downstairs, and she has captured the souls of Jimmy Olsen and uh, Perry White. Right? It's not. It's not Perry White. It's his son. Oh, okay, okay. I forget what his name is. I although, don't remember. But... Although in the story, it turns out that he's actually Lex Luthor's son. This is when I worked at a comic book shop when this came out. Yeah, way back in the day. Still only seventy five cents. I know it was a big deal back That's then because they were just long... jumping up to a dollar. Yeah. Because this is when Teen Titans came out, started going out, and it came Titans, and they moved it to the nice shiny paper, and mm-hmm. they were starting to charge you a buck twenty five for it. Yeah. Yeah, so. this is still the old uh, newsprint. Kind yeah, of thing. it smells so good. Uh, written, so this writer, artist is Jerry 
Ordway. Uh, inker was Dennis Janky. Is mm-hmm. that Janky? That sound, that's exactly that sounds right. Sounds so Janky. Uh, <laughs> colorist was Glenn Whitmore. Uh, letterer was John Costanza. The associate editor, John Peterson, and the editor was Mike Carlin. And uh, yeah, so basically, I I've never actually read the before and ending chapters of this story. So where this one comes in, Superman is already down in hell, um, which is not a good place for him because he's, he's allergic to he's magic. He's susceptible to magic. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a weakness of yeah, his. Yeah, and, and he brings it up in here. Now he's mm-hmm. getting messed up. But um, there was a shooting that caused the two souls that are being captured by Blaze, um, Jimmy Olsen and the other guy. The other guy. The uh, <laughs> uh, So they were shot by The unimportant someone. character that nobody knows his name anymore. Exactly. They were shot by someone from Inner Gang, and okay. so they're in the hospital. And while the, they've done, they're the, in coma, right? Yeah. So the they've done they've repaired the bullet damage, but neither guy is awake, and it's because their souls are being held hostage. Uh, Gangbuster makes an appearance in this. In fact, he has more of an appearance in this comic than Superman does. So <laughs> that was the problem with the Superman books back then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. You get some demons. There's a demon who tries to like turn Superman into a slave. And well, really like it. on the cover, right? And I was looking at the cover as we're sitting here looking at it. Mm-hmm. And this looks like Etrigan. All the little demons in there all kind of look like Etrigan. So, and that's kind of funny because Jerry Ordway is one of the famous people for Etrigan. Oh, well, so. I guess that makes sense. Um, there's also Lex Luthor is in this. And it's back in the good old days where Lex Luthor looks like he swallowed the kingpin. Um, oh, yeah, when he's a fat Lex Luthor. Yep. Yep. Like, very few people think about so At least Lex he doesn't have the red hair anymore. anymore. He does in the flashback. Oh, Bam. that's awful. Because they, uh, they do this little flashback sequence to talk about when uh, Perry White was an up-and-coming journalist and he was like a war correspondent. And while he was gone, Lex put the moves on his lady. And what? He boned her. And then Perry came back. So and that's where her. we got the kid. Yeah. Ah, uh, Perry's Perry's illegitimate son. That's really not his son. Yep. It's Lex Luthor. And Lex shows dun, up. Dun, shows dun. up at the hospital. Makes a big old scene about it. And and it's one of those things where it get, it comes out that right. they had an affair. And and Perry's like, I always had a suspicion, but I never had the heart to ask you know. about it. Yeah. And then uh, his wife gets crazy, slaps Lex, who. He ain't going to take that shit. But Perry, like, punches him and kicks him out. Because Perry's um, Perry White, man. He's a Perry White. Yeah. Even if he is Lawrence Flickman. And then, of course, then there there's some Freddy Krueger business happening on the oh, their yeah, son. Oh, her name, yeah. Yeah. In hell, the demon is carving her name into his chest, and it's manifesting on the physical body. And uh, That is Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Yeah. So, and I think that's when the movie came out was right around that time. <laughs> who, I wonder who inspired who. I wonder. <laughs> um, so there's also a nightclub where I think the shooting happened that's an old church that's been. Oh, that's an inner gang thing because I know the church was part of inner gang stuff. Yeah, it's Blaze Nightclub and it's owned by her, the demon in her human form or whatever. But for whatever reason, these inner, inner gang guys show up. They try to torch the place. They get trapped inside. Hmm. Uh, Gangbuster shows up, and he tries to save everyone. And Blaze actually stops fighting Superman to go handle this business in the real world, which gives Superman a chance to try to free Jimmy Olsen. But uh, the Perry, uh, the Perry White's boy, uh, he has already succumbed to the demon. Uh oh. And so he kind of uh, dun dun dun. Like right at the right at the very end. Oh, it's like, a cliffhanger ending. Yep. Yeah, he frees Jimmy, and then he's like, ah, gotcha. 
And, and then it's ends like, on the cliffhanger. Oh, it says, sucks. to be continued in the adventures of Superman number 470. Oh, I'm so, going to find you those books. I don't know if they ever escape. I'm going to find you the books. And uh, this must have been at a time, too, where Jimmy Olsen and Superman were not getting along because there's some dialogue in there about how Superman's like, I know we haven't been seeing eye to eye lately. And Jimmy's like, I know I've been a dickweed. Or, he doesn't actually say that, but he, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I know there was a there was a point where there was kind of a feud between the two of them, wasn't there? Yeah, he's like no longer your friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that on the con. The, it's, it's Superman's ex pal, right, 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 right. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I think it was around that time frame. Hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find you the rest of the story. Nope. No, I want to read it too. <laughs> <laughs> I might find it in graphic form, maybe. Yeah, it's one. I think one is in Action Comics. The first mm-hmm. one's Action it would Comics. Be action and Comics and then, and then Superman. And then uh, Man of Steel is probably the other one in Adventure. I mean, Adventure Comics, Man of Steel. Because those are the four that were coming out at the time. So, yeah. But I mean, it's an interesting story. It's not often you get to see Superman fighting demons. And at first, he's holding his own, but he, you know, he's like, oh, it's and being susceptible to magic apparently just tires him out. Right. He's, that's... he's his weakness is not as weak as Kryptonite, but it does affect him just as much. You know, it it doesn't affect him. Like as much as it would a regular person, mm-hmm. but it does. You know, he is weak against it, so it is an attack that does damage him. And there's a there's another demon that she calls Etrigan. Fight him. No, no. Where's his name? It's on here somewhere. It's. I don't know. Can you tell by looking at this guy? Maybe. It looks like Etrigan. They say, they say his name somewhere Oh, but that's here. not it. No, that's but not it. But he, uh, it might be on the previous page, but he has the, when he, he like battled Superman previously hmm. and he cuts him here. And then once he cuts him, he's able to start taking over him and sort of turning him into a demon. Skyhook? I've Sky never heard Hook. of that guy. Yeah. That's the character's name, which is a weird name for a demon, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who am I to judge? Uh, but it kind of shows Superman's resolve because he's almost like full-on demon form and he's still fighting it and resisting it. Because well, he's Superman. Like punch the guy out. He's Superman. Yeah, of course. I he's mean, super. I mean, think about it. Look at Justice League the movie, you know? I mean, the, all those other characters would have got their ass whipped if not for Superman. It's true. That's the point. He is the most powerful superhero. Yeah. So I mean, and I just watched the uh, stupid crossover on the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the invasion one, and it's like y'all would have died if it wasn't for Supergirl. Again, you know, it's like there you go. Yeah, you know, and they even said it if it wasn't for you. She's like, no, but you guys are strong too. And she's like, on my plan, it's just me and my cousin. And they're like, well, that's more than enough. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need the rest of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't need more heroes. We're good enough. We're good enough for all of you. Uh, let's see. So the one that I will be talking about is it was a crossover piece between Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman called Sacrifice, but it started in Superman. And it was basically Superman is seeing Lois Lane and a whole bunch of different scenarios getting attacked and killed and things like that. He's you know, trying to save her and always fails at the last minute. And then on the Congress side of that, it's all actually Max Lord in his head causing these scenes. And he's attacking Batman. He's attacking Wonder Woman, all this stuff like that. It's a great storyline. And it's the one where she ends up having to snap Max Lord's head. Oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Man. snap his neck. So, I mean, that's been one of my favorite books, that Superman. I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> 
it's one of those ones that I would just want to push to people because it's like it shows Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman. It shows that you know the three, the triad, and they're you know because I mean Bruce is all dark and you know beats the crap out of people to the within an inch of their life, but yeah. he never will take a life, you know. And Superman, you know, he's Superman. Oh, there's always another way. And Wonder Woman's like more practical. She's like, you know, if I have to kill someone, I have to kill them. So yeah. I'm a warrior. That's what I do. Well, and and they gave her a bunch of crap. Oh yeah, they actually it. like excommunicated her from Justice League. She's no longer the uh, princess of peace and all that. I mean, it was it was a bunch of crap. Yeah. And I'm just like, and the only way that they could have stopped Macro Lord was to do that, you know, unless Superman would have somehow come into the whole thing and and you know went into his head and killed his psychic powers. I mean, but that's just as bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, Batman got pissed because they went in and fiddled with his brain and took away 17 seconds of his time, you know? So, I mean, yeah. yeah it's but a, also, like, it's it's so weird that they could get all high and mighty about that when if she wouldn't have done what she did, Superman would have killed them. I mean, if you're, if you're being controlled, if you have a weapon of mass destruction that's being controlled by a psycho, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, what are you going to do? You have to stop it. Yeah. Right? You know, and, and, and I mean, I guess you can make the yeah, argument. He that... even said, "That's fine. You can t- stop me now, but as soon as I'm awake, I'm gonna take over his brain again, yeah. and again, and again, and make him cause more damage." So it's like, well, you know, I'll just solve that. Snap. It was like it was like a shocking moment. And the worst part is, and that's this is one reason why I love that book, because that was a book that made me want to open my own shop, because I went to a, a shop locally. And I was buying a shit ton of comics. And when I say shit ton, I'm talking $250 worth of comics a week. Wow. And I've been going to the shop for probably over six months doing this. And I bought that book because I read it, obviously. I know the story and I read it. Mm. Couldn't find it. And this was back in the day when I was a uber completist and I had to have that book. And so I went back to that shop that I was spending $250 a week in. And there was a person working there, and we'll call him Jim, because that was his name. And uh, he, uh, oh man, I'll never forget it. it. pissed me off so much. Um, I have this stack. I mean, it's a stack probably about, what, that's about 8, 10 inches tall, right? My $250 worth of books all bagged and boarded, right? And I'm sitting there, and I go, Jim, hey, I can't find my copy of Wonder Woman, da-da-da-da-da, Sacrifice Crossover. If you get a copy... I don't care what it's going to cost. I, I I need my copy. He looked at me, laughed, and turned around and walked away. I was like, wow, what a dick. Oh, yeah. And so that $250 worth of comics got sat on the counter. I walked out, and that was the last time I ever bought anything in that store ever again. So, And that's the moment I said, I'm going to open up my own fucking comic book shop. Excuse me, I'm going to cuss right now. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and so when we opened, I actually sent an invitation to that store with his name on it for our grand opening. And at the bottom of the invitations on everyone that I sent out to all my family, friends, and everybody that I cared about, it actually said, thanks, Jim. It's all because of you. So, wow. Yeah. So I was kind of snarky when I started. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm still snarky. What are I talking about? But, but I was even more so then. But, yeah, it's kind of funny because that shop... Um, the owner of that store, shop, that's the attitude from the owner down because I have a customer that came in here and he had his pull list with him and the top book was a book that was, you know, a, a priced book, but it was in his pull. 
and he sat his books down, and the owner's walking around with a price gun and sees it and just reaches over and tags it with a higher price. The guy's like, that's that's my book. He's like, well, that's the price of it, and walks away. So, I mean, it's like, wow. You know, so it's like. That's crazy. It would have mattered. And it's funny because the guy never, because when we first opened, we had computers. We had like 20 PCs for PC gaming. So he only ever thought of us as a PC store. And he never came by my shop. I think he's come once way back in the day when we still had 15, 20 computers in the back. And he's never come into my shop since then. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I've been in your shop so many times. You have no idea. I've been in you and you've never felt it. Wow. So, <laughs> But yeah, so it's very interesting. Yeah. So what's funny about that, though, is just getting back to the, the storyline of it. Yes, sorry. Uh, Wonder Woman solution. This is obviously, it's the practical. It's the tidiest. Because like, what would Batman solution be to like drug him and drug keep him, him somewhere keep him permanently? Him which yeah. that just sounds like such a hassle. And well, you know, that's, and that's actually more torturous than just killing him. Well, it doesn't work. How <laughs> how many how many villains does Batman lock away in Arkham and they yeah, just escape? Well, that's the question. Is Batman is responsible for every death of the Joker. Yeah, that is, that's absolutely true. Um, and then, and like, I'm trying to think of like the only other solution would be to hit Maxwell Lord so hard that he gets brain damage, but then that seems like it's a cruel punishment too, because that he's just I, sort of a vegetable, yeah, but still alive. I, I just don't get it sometimes. It's like, are you, you, you just don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so it's, yeah. So did you ever, did you ever get your, I did. You did. Finally. I did. I went down to Comic-Con. I paid outrageous amount of money for a book that it's not worth it. <laughs> but it's in my collection, so. Yeah. That's, I think I I do want to try to, I haven't like looked hard. Like when I got this, I looked, but I couldn't find it. I'm sure with the internet nowadays, I could probably find the other two issues, no problem. For but, a buck a piece or less, yeah. honestly, because it's 90s. Yeah. Tripe, so. Yep. Nobody cares, so. Nobody cares about 90s tripe, so. <laughs> Uh, all right. That's uh, the buy it by the pound books. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us. Yes. Um, hey, what about that uh, other comics trip that your uh, partner does? <laughs> that he yes, Derek, do? I'm calling you out. So, <laughs> that he okay. Do. Yeah, that, that doesn't get done. I've been waiting, man. I'm a cat guy, and, you know, that, that was amusing. No, no. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this will spur him into action because I really want to read it. Has, yeah. uh, has, has lost its nine lives, I think. Good cop, cat cop. Wow. But the Dark Crusader is still going strong. I love Dark Crusader. So. In fact, one of his one of his last strips was written by me because I wrote a Dark Crusader, Good Cop, Cat Cop crossover. So. <laughs> anyway. So where can people find out about, about Four Color Fantasies? <laughs> on the interwebs at Facebook at Four Color Rancho. Uh, you also have Twitter feed at Four Color Fantasies. And you have Instagram at Four Color Rancho. Um, our website is actually almost done. So I'm hoping to have it up by the end of this week. So, awesome. Yeah. It's just a base one for now, but it'll be upgraded so where you can actually shop on the store. Ooh. Yes. Online shopping. Yes. Fantastic. And then you can pay to have us ship it to you. Because, yes, they, yeah. Look, introverts, man, we like to stay home. I, I have no problem with that. If you want to pay to ship it, I will ship it to you. <laughs> there's there's not much that I won't ship to you. All right, guys. Well, you this got is a favorite been, employee? I'm sending them to you. You'll ship employees? It depends. Poke some holes in the box? Pretty much. 
put a live animal thing on the cover. <laughs> That's called human trafficking, Chris. <laughs> Oh, it's not. They're they're willing participants. Yeah, that makes it not human trafficking, right? Comic book store employees. They're less than human. I was gonna say that, but it's <laughs> <laughs> awful. This that is awful. <laughs> we don't mean it. It's jokes. Uh, yeah, jokes, jokes. That's what it is. Jokes. <laughs> anyway, this has been the comic wrap up, and we will talk to you after the next issue.